So Jesus, we give you this time. We give you our hearts again. And we just say, come, come and invade every aspect of our lives. We open up ourselves to you. So Jesus, pour in your love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, for your good name's sake. Amen. Amen. As Kate said, my name's San. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm part of this brilliant church community, part of the team here. And we can't wait to be together again in person in some way in our homes, in the building, somehow that we can just tangibly together experience the presence of Jesus. Now, I want to share, this is a the last standalone message, if you like, until we kick off a new series. We're going to go through the book of Acts starting from next week and the, the very wonderful Emma Hodges is going to kick off that series for us next week. So this is the last of a standalone until we spend several weeks just going through Acts as a community together. I'm just going to move this closer to me. Um, if you have a Bible, turn to Revelation. If you don't, don't worry, it's just going to be a few verses, as I often say, that are going to come up here um, and we're going to read these together. Now, Revelation 3 is something that just jumped out to me. The, the very wonderful Sarah Cornthwaite, many of you, Vine Lifers, will know her, all nations, you might be getting to know her. She's, she's just wonderful. Part of our staff team here, a friend of mine. She, she often takes the kids, as you know, if any of the Game Changers are listening, doing this thing called Adventure Time with Jesus. And she did that with us as a staff team. We just had an adventure time with Jesus. And this was one of the verses she, she led us in. And, and last week, John was excellent, wasn't he? Last week, John picked up, he just kind of referenced Revelation 3.20 as well. So Revelation 3.20 to 22. Now, just to say as well, Revelation is a very different style of writing compared to the rest of the Bible, really. Ezekiel might be fairly similar, but Revelation is not like the, the rest of the New Testament. It's not a letter to a specific person or church. It's, it's prophetic in nature. It's the Apostle John on the island of Patmos, alone and isolated and lonely. He had this incredible vision of Jesus. So this is what he picks up. Revelation 3.20, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they will eat with me. But verse 21, to the one who is victorious, I'll give him the right or her the right to sit with me on my throne. Just as I was victorious and I'm now sat with my father on his throne. Whoever, whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. I want to encourage us, vine life, all nations. Do you have ears this morning? Whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying. I love this imagery here, that Jesus is standing at the door of our lives, if you like, knocking, just knocking, saying, here I am, remember me. Hello, can I, can I come in? Can I come in again? You know, the, the amazing thing is he doesn't seem to just boot the door in or force his way in or shoulder barge the door open. He simply knocks. He stands at the door and he knocks. This verse can be misunderstood at times. I've heard it used as a kind of evangelistic kind of pull, an evangelistic plea to say, if you don't know Jesus, he's standing at the door and knocking. This isn't quite the context. This isn't quite the vision that John's seeing. This imagery, this picture, this message is for the church. It's an encouragement to the church to wake up. Those that confess, those that profess that Jesus is Saviour, King and Lord, he's saying, man, am I still centre? in your life. This is a wake-up call 
to the church at Laodicea in chapter three. Jesus is speaking to them actually. If you look previously in the chapter about being lukewarm, he says, I I would actually rather that you were boiling hot or freezing cold, but you're neither of those things. You're actually lukewarm. And and I wanna spit you out from my mouth. And this is pretty harsh, right? (laughs) The Lord wants to spit them out. I believe this, this knocking is him saying, hey, do I still have center place? Is your life still fully surrendered to me? Am I still first love? So I just want to throw it out there as an encouragement maybe, as a challenge maybe. Does the Lord Jesus still hold center place in my heart, in your heart? Is he still first love? Are your, is your life, is my life, our, our, is our lives <laughs> fully surrendered over to him. Maybe the reality for some is your faith, your following, your Christianity is just, it's just gone a bit dim. It's a bit lukewarm. Maybe you're bored. Maybe it's kind of non-existent at all at the moment. I just want to say again, friend, that Jesus is so, so patient. He stands and he knocks and he waits and he knocks and he stands and he waits and he knocks at the doors of our lives. And the Bible says it's his kindness that leads to repentance, that we would turn, that we would shift, that our minds would change and focus on him. It's his kindness. He's so patient. I want to present this invitation to us today. It's every day. You've always got this invitation from Jesus to you, to me, that we get to listen for his voice. This is the knocking at the door and that we get to open the door. It's not just this physical door. Hey, Jesus, it's the door of our heart. It's to crack open our hearts, the sum total of who we are, who you are, to say, Jesus, come in, come fully in. The whole presence and person of who you are, just come in and invade my whole life again, my whole heart, because he wants to come in and eat with us. I love that. So this is the challenge I want to ask you. Are we remaining open? Are you, friends, are you remaining open to the Spirit of God, to the, to the voice of God speaking directly to you? Are you listening? Are you listening to him knocking at the door of your heart, saying, hey, can I come in? Can I come in? Have you heard Jesus knocking at a particular area of your life? Maybe, maybe even right now, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. There's an area, some, some aspect of life that you know, oh, yeah, he's, he's putting his finger on that again. He's knocking there. He's knocking there. How do, we, how do we discern this? Well, you'll know. You'll know when Jesus is speaking to you. Jesus, in, in John 10, 27, he says, my sheep know me. In fact, I'm paraphrasing. My sheep know me. They hear my voice. They follow me. I believe it's so simplistic. It's often cluttered with stuff, busyness and all sorts of stuff. But Jesus, God wants you to hear him. Jesus says, my sheep know me. They know my voice. They know when I speak, they hear me, they follow me. So how is Jesus speaking to you? How is he knocking on your life? You know, this knocking, this voice, him speaking can often be a myriad of different ways. Even right now, 
I hear, I hear people say, I don't know how God speaks. I, I'm not familiar with the voice of God. How does God speak? How does he speak to you? How does he speak to me? In a million and one different ways. Sometimes it's just those fidgets. You just get those senses, those nudges, those prods within. Sometimes it's your conscience. Just those fleeting thoughts that you think, man, that's random. Or is that just me? Is that the Lord? Is that both of us? Thoughts, those, those longings in your heart. So a prod, a thought, a, a whisper, sometimes a shout. Sometimes it's a, it's a really loud knock. Sometimes it's the writing in the sky. It's like a banner that's over you and you're like, man, I've just been hit between the eyes with this. The Lord is continually speaking, continually knocking on the door of our lives. The question is, are you listening? Am I listening? Are we listening? He's, he's basically saying, man, I want to come in. Let me, let me help you. Let me lead you. Let me guide you. Let me heal you. Let me transform you. Ultimately, let me rescue you. Let me rescue you from you. Not the you that you've been designed and destined to be, created by God. Not the you that he's fashioned and formed, but that, that harmful you, that proud you, that lustful you, that hurt and wounded you. Let me rescue you from you, that you. Let me in, let me in. I really feel the Lord speaking to, to many of you this morning, maybe all of us. Let me in, let me in again. You know, we can either willfully or completely naively and blindly just ignore. It's like fingers in ears, la, 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 I'm not listening, Jesus. I hear you knocking, but I'm just not gonna listen. And if you're anything like me, my experience can be when this happens, I, I feel him knocking at different areas of my life and I'm like, oh, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that, but I tend to go round around the houses, round around the mountains, he'll take us. He'll just keep knocking. As I said, he won't barge the door open, he won't kick the doors in. He'll just keep knocking until we're ready to partner with him and say, hey, Jesus, I invite you in. So, so how are we willfully, blindly, are we naively fingers and ears, la, 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 I'm not listening, Jesus. Is that you? Because it can be me at times. Those areas that we've not fully invited him into, maybe it's character stuff. Maybe it's just an unhelpful habit or lifestyle that you just know, man, it's not God's best. It's, it might not necessarily be evil at heart, but it's just not God's best for me. Maybe there's an area that's like, I, I wanna work on that habit. I wanna work on that insecurity. I want to work on that character issue because it's all about being transformed into my likeness and image, one degree to another. Maybe it's a heart issue. Maybe it's unrepentance. The Bible says keep in fruit, like keep expressing fruit in your life by keeping in step with repentance. We're called to keep turning to the Lord, keep following after the Lord. Maybe it's unforgiveness. I just want to encourage us, friends, it's about remaining open and alert and responsive with our antenna up going, Jesus, is that you at the door? Jesus, is that you? Any knock, any little lock, Jesus, is that you? Is that you? Is that that fidget in my heart, that thought in my mind, the way that I'm just pondering and, and feeling my conscience, what my conscience is telling me? Is that you, Lord? How, how someone else might be speaking to me? Is that you, Jesus? Are you wanting in? You see, freedom, freedom is not only when we hear the word, but it's when we put it into practice. 
Katie, you might have said this right at the start. <laughs> freedom is not only when we hear the word, but we put it into practice. Like Ralph said a few weeks ago, we're not just hearers, we're doers of it. So gee, it's all well and good hearing the knock and say, yep, I've heard you, Jesus, but we carry on. Hearers is actually saying, no, it's so important to fully open that door. So for me, it's just simple obedience to Jesus. Choosing to actively say, Jesus, come in. It can be painful at times because we get so used to habitually doing a certain thing. But obedience looks like hearing and saying, that's what you've said. My doors are open. Come in fully, Jesus. I choose to fully open my door. The temptation might be we just crack it open a little bit and we just have a little peek. Or maybe for some, you keep that security chain on. Remember those old security chains you could get on the door for cold callers when they'd come or robbers? They'd, they'd try to get in, sorry. I'm getting all crime watch. Um, you know, you'd, you'd open the door just and chink and it would stop and you'd just peek. I think some of us are like that. We, we've opened the doors of our lives so much just to let a little bit of Jesus in, like a little bit of Jesus. So is that you? Or maybe you're, you're looking through the spy hole and you hear the knock at the door and you're looking through the spy hole going, oh, I hope Jesus doesn't see me. I can see him. It's going to be really awkward if we talk. Let me tell you, as soon as you open that door, you are met with grace and mercy and affection and welcome and love. Don't worry about talking to Jesus because he wants to love you and transform you. Maybe some you've just kept your foot behind the door and you've opened it, but you've said, hey, here and no further. We've been here before and it was too painful. I'm just going to keep my foot behind the door. Do you know, as well, we can live in such a way that we completely miss Jesus speaking and knocking because of just the, the cotton wool in our ears, in our minds. We just blindly drift through life. We do it in our own steam and we completely miss Jesus speaking. Me and Katie were just talking uh, before th this stream today, like Jesus is always talking. He's always speaking, but we get so cluttered and busy that we miss him. You know, friends, life will always get in the way. Life will always be hard at points. Sometimes it'll be dull and boring and dry and we'll feel discouraged and disappointed and let down. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes we do feel lukewarm and just placid going through the motions. Open the door, open the door and let Jesus fully in again. We can so busy ourselves with doing good things as well, which isn't, isn't a bad thing, like loads of good Christian things, like good Christian things. But we can get so cluttered with doing that, that we miss, we miss just the, the simplicity of Jesus and the power of Jesus just because we've, we've done a load, a ton of good stuff. Pete Gregg had this phrase, he said, in the clutter of Christianity, we can bury Christ. I found that really challenging when I first heard that, because I think that can be me a lot of the time. In the clutter of just doing good Christian things, man, I can bury Christ. Jesus wants to come in. He wants to eat with us. So let's listen for his voice. Whoever hears Whoever, whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And when he speaks, let's open the door and fully invite him in. Like I say, because he wants to come in and eat. He wants to come in and eat with you. I love this phrase. It's so precious. 
speaks of friendship, speaks of togetherness, of being with, of closeness, of intimacy in some way. I want to come and be with you. Jesus wants to be close to us. Friend, Jesus wants to be close to you. Maybe you don't even like being close to yourself, but Jesus wants to be close to you. He wants to come in. He wants to eat and hang out with you. The Bible takes it even further. He wants to make his home with you. He wants to fully move in. Question is, are you going to let him? I, th- I just want us to think for a moment. Think about this. Jesus, the King of kings, the King of all glory, the one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who holds everything in his hand. And by the power of his word, he created everything. This king, he wants to come and make his home with you. He wants to come and eat with you. This king wants to come and eat with me. Yeah, he wants to come and be with you. He wants to come into our lives so we would tangibly know and experience and feel the love of Christ. Man, it's so precious. It's so pure. He wants to transform us on the inside out. We can't do it alone. That's why he's knocking. That's why he's saying, let me in. Because when we let him in, he's like, right, I want to come and transform everything. I'm going to come and rearrange this whole house. Your whole life, he wants to come and rearrange. He wants to show you the real you. Let him in. Let him in. He's knocking, saying, just let me in. I want to come and make my home with you. I want to spend time with you. I've got a different way for you to live and experience life. I've got a design, a destiny, a purpose for you. I want to spend time with you. And I want to ultimately show you who you really are. This olive branch is always extended from Jesus. He's always knocking. He's always speaking. He's always saying, hey, come on, let me into your life. The question, friends, have we done it? Are we continuing to do it? Because he wants to come in. He wants to eat with us. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. I just want to invite the band up, if that's okay. And we just want to spend a few moments just being still. Maybe, maybe you're hearing the Lord just gently knocking on the door of your heart again right now and you're feeling, yeah, that's an aspect of my life that I've actually closed. Maybe you're hearing the Lord speak to you directly about something particular in your life, some aspect of your life and you're like, yeah, I think that's you, Lord. Maybe your heart's just feeling warm and peaceful. Maybe he's just, he's gently trying to warm your heart right now. I just want to spend a moment being still then I'm going to ask some questions. Then I'm going to hand over to the band to lead us as we just give ourselves, position ourselves to Jesus again. But just before we do that, let's just be still for a moment. Invite Holy Spirit in. Invite Jesus to speak. Just posture yourself in an open and receptive place, like fully surrendered somehow to Jesus. Open your heart to him. Let's just be still. 
Holy Spirit, come and come and just breathe. Come and just breathe. Come and come and breathe into our lives again. Come and just speak directly into our lives. I pray for every heart that's listening, every soul that's listening. Please speak. Thank you that you're always speaking, actually. So I just want to ask, friends, what areas of your life do you sense the Lord knocking on now? Maybe you've not even heard him for a long time. You've just gone through the, the nice Christian motions, but you're hearing him just knock again. Hey, let me in. Maybe there's an unhelpful habit, character trait, something that you feel the Lord knocking on. I want to just ask you, is it time just to make him centre again? Just come, I want to fully surrender my life to you, Jesus Christ. Is he Lord of all? Not just Lord of some of it, but Lord of all. So precious Jesus, we give you this time, we give you our hearts. Like the scriptures say, we're listening, Lord. We'll speak, we're listening. Please speak to us. Empower us to listen. Empower us to change. Empower us to respond and be brave and respond to where you're knocking. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Spirit of Jesus. Come blow, blow life into our, our hearts again. Come make the presence of Jesus a reality again. So let's stay in this posture of invitation to Jesus. I'm going to hand to Alicia and the band. They're just going to lead us. Just stay, stay in whatever posture you feel you need to stay in as you respond to him. Wonderful, Jesus.